All right. Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 14 of our professional perspective series of What Cause Inspires You. I'm your host, Alicia Gupta, and today I have with me Monica Peraza. Monica is a social serial entrepreneur with a mission to empower women, and I actually met Monica at a UT Austin Kendra Scott female fundraising event. Super excited to have you here with us today, Monica, and hear from you again. Thank you so much, Alicia. I'm very excited to be in your podcast, and I really congratulate you for um, creating these while you are studying at UT Austin, and thank you for having me here. Of course, and for all of our new audience members out there, a little background about What Cause Inspires You podcast. Um, it's founded for students ages 13 to 21 to be able to sh share the service they're doing in their communities. We recently launched our professional perspective series in order for experts like Monica in their field to give insight to our youth about how to make a stronger impact and accelerate their social justice movements. The podcast will be available on Spotify, YouTube, and now Apple Music. Um, Monica, again, we're super thrilled to have you with us here today. And I know personally, I can learn so much from you. So I'm thrilled to get started. Ready? Ready. Awesome. So first, um, just for our audience's benefit and mine as well, could you shed more light about your purpose as um, a serial social entrepreneur and how that journey started? Of course. Well, I've been an entrepreneur all my life. I've never worked for anyone because I grew in a very entrepreneurial family and it was, it was a given how my dad and my grandfather and my uncles started their own businesses. So um, for me, it was the journey of what do I want to do now and, and opportunities that came uh, to me and I started the first businesses. I'm on my fifth business and between the third and the fourth, I created two nonprofits in Austin. A lot of you, I, I guess all of you have heard a lot about purpose and how you find your purpose. And there are a lot of exercises and all of inspirational things to find your purpose. I just want to let all of you know that your purpose grows on you. So I could see how you, Alicia, through these po podcasts, you are serving your, your purpose that you can identify with right now. But yeah. as you grow as an entrepreneur, as a woman, that purpose is going to get more refined. And that's what happened to me through the nonprofits and the fourth company. I, it was a lot about entrepreneurship. And it was the empowerment of entrepreneurs and the tools for entrepreneurs. And then when I created this program for Hispanic women entrepreneurs that was hosted on Macomb's, I was like, this is it. You know, when you see that shift, that when you give women the tools and the support and they believe in themselves, because at the end of the day, the most important thing we can all do is know that we are enough. And when you know that, there's nothing that's going to stop you achieving whatever you want to achieve. So when I witnessed that, I was like, this is it for me. Yeah. And um, I knew it. And then through the fourth and fifth company, um, 
my mission is to provide access to markets to 100 million women across the globe by 2030. And why access to markets is we all have a lot of inspiration to learn from teachers, from courses, from podcasts like this. But it is inevitable that we need to make money to be able to thrive. So for me, enabling women makers across the globe access customers that will pay fair price for their products is the first step to empowering them. Yeah, that's so, so beautifully said. And I think you touched upon a lot of really important topics there. Um, but just from my personal experience, you know, like you said, it kind of started as a homegrown um, business. My dad's an entrepreneur and that really affected my, my skill and my want to be one as well. Um, but I think I came to a turning point where I was like, I had this purpose. That's what I wanted, you know, my early stage entrepreneurs, but but now I want something more. And now I wanted to convert my entrepreneur um, journey into a bigger scale. I wanted to expand. You know, I was working with foster children um, and just foster children in California. And I wanted to touch all the causes. <laughs> you know, I was super ambitious. I wanted all the charitable organizations to be working with me. Um, I, I wanted to donate many, many supplies to them. Uh, but I hit a roadblock because I didn't know how to do that expansion. And I soon realized that as a female, it's a lot, it's a lot harder to get that, um, not only the resources, but the funding. And so that's why I attended the Kendra Scott female fundraising event, because I was hitting that roadblock. And even in such a diverse um, economy, such or uh, ecosystem, such as McCombs, um, I'm still, I think, one in three females in my entrepreneurship club out of a total of almost 25. And so, you know, that just, I think, goes to show that we, we do need to support each other and kind of build a system for ourselves to be able to thrive as the same as any other male out there. Um, so super, super insightful, Monica. Uh, but you mentioned, you know, how you were starting to achieve in all of your um, startups and especially the last one and how you found your purpose. So how was, how was that last... Um, startup going for you and how are you achieving the mission that you had first set out to to have done well um thank you for everything that you shared with us and i just want to uh comment on that to segue to your question and what you what you share with us you knew you wanted to be an entrepreneur and then you knew you wanted to give back and you wanted to solve social problems and that became kind of your passion. And what happens to a lot of us in the beginning is we want to solve a lot of things. Yeah. So yeah. we need to have the discipline of saying, okay, and, and what has worked best for me and was part of the curriculum of the program that we had at McCombs is define what your core values are and let that be the compass to guide you where you're going. You need to choose one. Yeah. Nowadays, there's so many amazing causes that need our support. But in order to make a significant difference, we have to have the discipline to choose one. And we entrepreneurs 
not always have discipline. <laughs> we want to do things, we want to start projects, and we need to commit to one thing. Right. And do that one thing really, really, really well. So um, for me, it was in the beginning when I started the first company and then I started the second, there was no relation between the one and the other one. And then I started the third company and there, was, there started to be what I built from the first one and things that I know from the core of the second one were impacting the third one. Right. But when I built the fourth one, I was like, okay, this is from the first one, this is from the second one, this is from the third one, and by the way, this is from the two nonprofits. So many of you are going to find that you're gonna start doing something and then you're gonna do something different. Don't judge yourselves. If you're passionate about it, try it and do it. Because there are things that you're going to learn along the path that are going to help you to build your ultimate goal. And your audience, it's a really young audience. And I truly believe the future of this planet belongs to the Gen Zs. The millennials kind of are coming in and saying, okay, there's this shift, there is this, but you guys have this software embedded in you that knows how to do things right. You care about equality, you care about the planet, you care about social impact. And the way I see myself is, I see myself as enabling women to thrive. So at least when I'm 90 years old, I can say, hey, Gen Z's, at least I created this path for you to make it a little bit easier because I know it's a challenge. And you are right, being a woman entrepreneur, we are a minority and you and I are between the minority of the minority. Yeah. So yeah. that can be something that discourages people. And I think you and me, take it the other way around. That invigorates us to say, yes, we're a minority of a minority, but look at the change that we are creating in the world. Yeah. Wow, that's, that's amazing. And I love how you were kind of able to grow from every single uh, entrepreneur venture and, and kind of accumulate all of those initial goals that you had and then solidify them into a few core goals that kind of based all of your life's work. And I'm definitely starting to figure it out, but very early stage, you know, like you said, us Gen Zers are very ambitious. Um, and kind of on that point, I've been researching into a really interesting phenomenon about um, the increase in impact investing. And I feel like both of them kind of align, you know, social entrepreneurship is often undermined as a not profitable um, pathway. And because of that, you know, it's shying people away from, from social impact and impact investing. But I think now more than ever is a time where investors are realizing that we have um, a community consciousness and that's really starting to grow, especially in light of the pandemic. And so, you know, with all of these different information, it's 
um, bring, brought to light. It's really given me hope in my own venture and a little bit more of commitment to sticking to it, really nailing down those core goals. But you mentioned commitment a lot. So I was just wondering, how, how did you know when you were committed to the empowerment of women in specific? What was that, you know, light in you that said, yes, this is my, this is my main goal throughout all of my startups? As an entrepreneur since a very early age, um, I started making my own plastic bracelets when I was like seven or eight years old and selling them. The more you work on yourself, the more successful you're going to be in your ventures. Because you're bringing, as an entrepreneur, if you were working for, for a company, you go, you do your job, and at the end of the day, it is. As an entrepreneur, you're bringing your whole self to it. Mm -hmm. So any entrepreneurs out there or anyone that is doing a project, I just want to let you know that number one, yes, you are enough, and you need to really believe that you're enough. Number two, don't judge yourself. You're doing, using, you're doing the best with the tools that you have right now. In 10 years, you might have different tools and you might have said, oh my God, if I knew that, I would. Yes, but don't judge yourself. Be very kind with yourselves. So when you keep growing internally and you commit to, um, to education and, and, and self-fulfillment, it comes to a place that you recognize what is meant for you and what is not. And when you're in contact with that, is you have that certainty that this is where I belong. And for me, in that classroom in Macombs with 60 women, 13 weeks, and seeing the incredible incredible change. I was like, this is it for me. So, um, but I understood that I would have never been there because it took me learning a lot of things to be able to put this curriculum together and talk to them about balance and talk to them about emotional intelligence and talk to them about hormones and marketing and finance and values and all the different things that we had in that program. If I had not lived them, if I had not learned about them, I would have never been able to do that. So just know that every single thing is going to guide you to the ultimate thing. And for me right now, this is the ultimate thing. But Maybe 10 years from now, you and I are going to have a conversation and you're going to tell me a different story where you are. And I might, you know, I, I, I always say when I exit this company, I am going to create a fund for women for impact investing because I think that's the future of the world. Yeah. I think you get incredible entrepreneurs like you and you say, what is the social issue we're going to solve? And I'm going to fund 10 of you that are doing kind of the same. There is a collaboration and a solution and an impact. Yeah. So that's, that was my process. Everybody comes to different um, ways to get there. But I truly believe that the more you connect to yourself and knowing yourself, the better decisions you're going to be able to make. 
Yeah, that's so true. And I can only hope, Monica, that I'm one of those 30, 50 women in that McCombs room learning from you and learning from all the other powerful female entrepreneurs there. So one day, um, aspirations are high. But, you know, when you're talking, I have this sudden urge to want to type down all these amazing quotes so I can refer to them later as I'm going through my journey. Um, but truly, truly, really inspirational um, viewpoints and work that you have done. So my dad, as, as I mentioned, is an entrepreneur and he refers to, um, this is his third company now, as his babies. And so I want to ask you about your fifth baby. And, you know, did you have to start from scratch with this company or how were you able to build on from what you achieved before to kind of create this new baby? Well, this fifth baby is very much a follow-up from the fourth baby but on a bigger scale. You know, when right. I started the fourth baby, it was kind of an Amazon for Mexico. And, and I it grew into women. I always knew that I wanted to take those incredible artisan women and just lift them up. How I was gonna do that. You take designers, incredible designers, and then you pair them and you validate them. So it was that, and then it led that to the by women for women. And then it was, no, it should be global. So one step led to the other one until the ETHO goal is the 100 million women across the globe by 2030. So in this year, we've impacted 10,000 people through our brands. And out of those, 7,500 are women. Wow. So we don't exclude anyone. I think we have... We have a community of women. If you're a man that believes in equality, empowerment of women and safe working conditions, welcome to, uh, to the community. But we focus on women and the empowerment of women. So um, people are seeing us like the next Amazon for sustainable and ethical products. There's not such a thing. Um, it's been a lot of work to get where we are, and we're going to start scaling in 2021 a lot. And um, I truly believe that uh, the world is ready for this. The world is ready to empower women. The world is ready to make conscious shopping um, and to know that every single decision they make is impacting the world in a certain way so um that is how i got to where i am right now wow that is one very powerful story and i will say to all of our audience members out there um, expansion i'm going through right now it's a step-by-step -step process uh, it does not happen in leaps it does not even happen you know week by week it happens day by day and you take one thing at a time and you work slowly but you get there. And Monica, when, when that expansion for you happens, I will be the first person to announce it to all of my platforms. Super excited. Um, I definitely believe in you know, global connectivity and how one decision affects lives of millions. So you're not living in a bubble. Well, in the pandemic, you are living in a bubble, but um, your actions are not isolated to yourselves. They do affect the people around you. And I think we definitely need more 
consciousness um, in our society in general. So it was great speaking with you. Thank you so much, Monica. Thank you, Alicia. Good luck. And I am completely sure that you're going to achieve great things in this world. <laughs> Thank you. Unfortunately, um, to all of our audience members out there, that's all we have time for today. But do look out for more Professional Perspectives episodes on What Cause Inspires You at What Cause Inspires You on Instagram and Facebook. I'm your host, Alicia Gupta, and I hope you continue changing the world. Thank you.